With that said, ladies and gentlemen, the value of a big picture goes a long way. A lot of you folks have family and friends that still don't get what's happening. What I do occasionally on this program is to, on Sunday nights, provide a big picture. Before we begin, I want to thank everybody watching on DLive. Thank you. How about you folks on the Rumble crowd? How about the, the small, albeit special, crowd at Pill.net, right? The Fox Hole crowd. And anyone listening on the Truth or Not Radio Network and all the patriots on BitChute, God bless you. I love you all. Thank you for joining me. Get the word out about this channel. Meet me on Truth Social, and let's do it tonight. So there is a value in understanding the big picture. So I want everyone to know that when you, I've said this many times on this channel, so know that when you want to look at the big picture, you cannot, and you ask me at least, everything begins when, boom, when two planes destroy three buildings back on 9-11. We know that they blew the buildings up. We know that President Trump from the beginning was saying, I'm, this is my field. I'm a developer. They had to have blown the, had bombs in the buildings to, in order for these planes to penetrate these steel-enforced buildings. We know that a lot of witnesses were executed. They killed, they died mysteriously, like Barry Jennings. And we know from the beginning that a lot of strange things were happening in this sophisticated operation where if you just stay focused on the planes, you're going to get it. And we know that after that event, we know that Bush and later on Obama, mostly Bush, got rid of all the files, they got rid of things before Bush steals the 2004 elections, look it up, when Carl Rove blew up Michael Connell's plane in Ohio, look it up, Michael Connell was Bush's IT guy, look it up, after Michael Connell helped them steal the election in 2004. Before all that is over, before Bush finishes his second four years, we know right after the buildings hit, boom, they started, Hollywood started this Marxist revolution, putting out movies about weather underground. And we know that Bush, by the time it's all over, all these military guys come out on record and whitewash 9-11 saying, eh, <laughs> completely changing their stories. We know that a lot of people died, and we know now that if you look at it retroactively, it was an overall operation. And we're seeing the template the last six years, how they do it. They control the narrative. But that guy that called out the event that said there were bombs in the building, he ne kind of never went away. Because by the time Bush hands a baton to Obama, and Obama begins his full-color revolution... By the time Obama gets in, people, the far right is laughing it off and the far left is laughing it off. Anybody that follows the history of this channel knows that you cannot just understand the far left. You have to understand the far right and the far left. By the time the renegade is done, we know later on Trump is going to tell us in his online research project that renegade, his job was to initiate this 16-year plan. By the time the renegade is done, the far right is laughing it off, launching shocking movements, completely taking over the internet. Susie at YouTube, she is laughing with them, allowing their channels to thrive. And no one should be surprised by the time Obama's done with his far left and his far right operations, all of a sudden, Israel did 9-11. Bush is cleared. Bush is good to go. Nothing is wrong. Bush and Cheney, nothing is happening. All the anger, everything turns. They even turn against Alex Jones, people. <laughs> Who was in those days 
what Trump is today. And then, as far as the far left, they're creating operations. They're lapping it off. They're making it all about race. And before you know it, by the time the renegade is done, all the children are all being taught to be racist. And the family values, everything about America is done. And all that's left is for Obama to hand the baton to the Wicked Witch. Boom! That's really where it all began, people. In the 16-year plan, the plan was to wage World War III, which is where we are today. So imagine a painter or an artist that's told that you better paint this thing because the king is coming, kind of like the Watchmen story in the, in the Bible, right? The king is coming in 12 hours. You better do this painting. It better be ready by the time the king gets in. And then you will be richly rewarded. Imagine that happens. But then imagine that after two-thirds two of the time goes by, now there's only four hours left, and at the last minute, somebody destroys the painting. And now the painter knows that he's only got four hours left, and he has to redo this masterpiece, and he, ha he doesn't have time. So imagine he'd be desperately trying to paint real fast, and desperate and desperate because he's going to get it. I mean, if the master gets in, and he... That's what we're seeing. You see, the 16-year plan was interrupted, and these people that had the 16-year plan are now trying to catch up because they never thought that she was going to lose. Trump wins the election in 2016. They are already trying to bring him down, and for the last six years, people, you guys know the story. They've been trying to bring down this simple real estate guy from New York who originally called out that the buildings had to have been blown up specifically with bombs in the basement because like Trump said that's your foundation so the 16 year plan was interrupted people they were going to kill us all and they had Snowden in the center of it all but Trump gets in, all these operations begin, these counterintelligence operations allowing the enemy to do whatever they're doing. We put our people in charge, thanks to Jeff Sessions. And we know what they did with Flynn. Everything is history, people. We've been watching six years of these counterintelligence operations. Trump allowed, he gets rid of Comey, and he bring, Trump brings in Trump's Christopher Ray, And Trump during his four years, he puts in, he inserts his villains. Trump is like, I don't want your villain, I want my villains. My villains are going to be more evil than your villains. My villains are good villains. And that's what we've been watching. They steal the election after the virus. And ladies and gentlemen, Trump ever since had been saying that nothing can stop what's coming and that this is just the beginning of the MAGA movement. And that, this is a different version of the big picture, but if you understand that, that's the reason why Trump has been attacked every day for six years. And we allowed them to steal the election. We were told at, on Trump's online research project that sometimes you must show them, sometimes you must walk through darkness. That's the way it is. We were told that after the election. And that's what we've been watching. And we were told... Right? And, you know, we were told, told in Drop 521 that what scare necessary events? We were told that people were ha going to have to be shown, the de you know, they were going to have to be shown the evil for themselves. And that's what's happening right now. People are seeing it all for themselves. And again, we had this weekend Trump running around in Michigan upping the ante and showing us that something special is coming. We're going to review what Trump said last night. Think about it. Something is happening that was allowed to happen. People needed to see it for themselves. We knew that it was going to be ugly, and we know that this is a global situation. Trump, again, again continues to talk great about his specific friends in other countries. So think about that. And meanwhile, to fast forward to today, 
We have the civil war that the Marxist globalists, they want to push for civil war. They're already buttering up the narrative. This is what they want. We're going to see what did Trump say yesterday that might match this other scenario that we know right now we're scheduled to have a, a landslide victory in four, five weeks from now in the polls that will give the GOP the power they need to start real investigations and start the road to Trump's 2024 run, if not sooner. That's one scenario. But we know that the Marxists have no plans. All they're doing is spreading that MAGA is terrorist. All they're doing is spreading global warming and climate change to implement their Build Back Better, which is all about the Great Reset. And they're indoctrinating the children with gender, ideology, and race to divide everyone permanently. And so we have all that And again, we are in a precipice right now, people. We are 100%. And tonight, we begin in that precipice. This is, so hopefully that makes some sense. We're not just randomly stumbling into the future. Everything that's happening, there's a purpose for it. And that is for people to wake up and we're going to talk about proofs later on. What else is happening? You know, there's a reason why everyone, the globalists, are panicking. And we know that a lot of people on the left are joining the MAGA movement. So with that said, we begin with, like we always do on Sunday nights. let's see what the enemy is saying. And this should blow you away. Think about it. Don't forget, in all of this, we have the normalization of psychosis and psychological disorders. And, to top it all off, we have a real apostasy taking place at the level of the church. Which, I can't get into all of it, but that kind of rounds off that summary that is allowing what is happening today to move forward. So, we begin with something that you're going to find shocking, the left is surviving right now more than ever on gas lighting. And ladies and gentlemen, you and I may think that the left all these years have been calling for defunding the police and encouraging violence. What we're going to see this month is that suddenly they are trying to dissociate from themselves. Don't believe it. Listen in. I think those of us in the Beltway, we consume the minutiae of it all the time. You know, we read five and six papers every morning. But when you're at home, you know, having your coffee with your family, you're not necessarily talking about January 6th. So what do you think um, what will happen in, in midterms, Jasmine? Because I soon I'll have to call you Congresswoman. <laughs> uh, I'll call you Jasmine as long as I can. Um, what do you think is going to happen with this? Like, will these uh, bullhorn racist attack ads, Willie Horton 2.0 type things work? Because quite honestly, there had been a spike in homicide. That has nothing to do with democratic policies, of course. Yeah. All these homicides has nothing to do with democrat policies. (laughs) This is just the beginning. It's a shocking segment. Listen in. Mandela Barnes is not responsible for any such thing. But will that work with the Republican voter base? You know, I I absolutely... So the, the, the hypothesis here is that this idea that any one of us would link the demons on the left, to their policies for defunding the police. Remember George Floyd? George, just, I wish I had an image of George Floyd. So now they're trying to turn, they're they're hoping that you forgot about George Floyd. Absolutely think that there's a possibility. I mean, we see Republicans consistently go after fear instead of going after facts, right? Um, the reality is that he's running against an incumbent. So if I'm an incumbent... So if you accuse the Democrats that they call for defunding that police, 
the police. You are spreading fear. Get it? But I'm going to go out and I'm going to tell you about my record. I'm going to tell you how I have made your life better. But he can't speak to that. So all that he can do is attack. And we have seen that the polls are tightening. You know, it's the misinformation that really frustrates me as somebody that actually practices criminal defense as well. Ron Johnson knows that we're not the ones that are dealing with the local police. That's not what yeah. we do on the federal level. And <laughs> yeah, we call for defunding the police, but. We don't deal with them directly. All right. And I know that there's been a lot of talk in Wisconsin about Mandela at some point in saying defund the police. And there's always these. Oh, wait a minute. So you admit it. So, yeah, you know, the, this Mandela guy, you know, yeah, he, yeah, he did call for defunding the police. But what? Tax and they're saying, hey, whatever y'all do when y'all run, don't say it. But the reality is that if it hadn't been said, we wouldn't still be talking about it. Ah, right there, people. <laughs> She's admitting. Oh. She just admitted. Yeah, well, you know, maybe we are defund the police. <laughs> she just admitted it, people. <laughs> so you can't. You can't make this up. Listen in. <laughs> it was so provocative. But to be clear, black people want law enforcement in their communities. When they call now. <laughs> there it is, people. Yeah, you know, so what we call to defund the police. But, 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 but to be clear, we, we, know, we want the police. Uh, how can you want them if you're defunding them? <laughs> Again, people, they think you're stupid. One, they want them to show up. And a lot of times it's the black communities where they're not showing up. And right. one of the reasons they may not be showing up is because they don't look at those as priority calls. And they're having to prioritize their calls. because <laughs> It's not because we are the ones calling for defunding the police. Come on, people. This is major league this gaslighting on steroids. Because law enforcement is playing dog catcher, law enforcement is playing social worker, yeah. and so they're not wanting to talk about what defund was about, which it was always about making sure it was actually supporting law enforcement. <laughs> right there, people. <laughs> if you if you go back and watch the replay of this, I'm not going to play it again for, for the sake of the live stream. They they went from they're exaggerating. These Republicans, they're, they're making up fear and lies to like, what? We were never about to fund the police to like, yeah, maybe we were. Yeah, so what? To like, what amount of defund the police? That was about supporting the police. <laughs> Guys, this is classic stuff. Let's leave that alone. Then we're, I'm just, I'm not even going to play this, people. I'm just going to show it to you. No one should be surprised. MSNBC is rolling out all their demons. Trump will be indicted in winter of 2023. Yeah, right. This expert is coming out. This MSNBC legal analyst, Neil Kat. Yeah, he said, I saw the whole... Guys, he's saying nothing. It's garbage propaganda. Let's move on. We have a lot of interesting other things to take a look at. Again, people, that, that was... Digest again. I encourage you, everyone, to watch that first segment again. They literally go from one argument to the opposite side, lapping it up, and they do it in less than two minutes. Be aware of this. Remember, I've said it many times. We uh, this channel is about solutions. Everybody needs Christ, obviously, that solves everything, but. We're living in a world of Satanism, apostasy, and we have reprobate minds. And now people have been given over to their own delusions, just like God said was going to happen. God don't need, he, God don't go around forcing you to believe in it or be a good person. So I've said it many times that we're going to have to criminalize many things that we are allowing today starting with the climate cult. So be aware, at least aware of this. Climate activist dumps human waste on Second World War Veterans Memorial. Think about that. It's like, I thought this was about slashing tires. And before that, I thought this was about, like, what happened to Greta? (laughs) 
I've been showing everyone how this movement is becoming more and more radicalized. And take a look, people. Look at this team. <laughs> this, de I mean, this, is, I mean, this is, again, these are psychiatric patients. Look at this team. Look, they need help. Look at the look on her face, people. Look at the look on her face. Look at, look at, this, look at this demon. Get back over here. Look at the look on this demon's face. These are psychiatric patients. The climate cult and the trannies. Right out of the gate, people. They don't belong in our streets. Anyone that could look at this. Look at this demon. She belongs in a psychiatric ward. Period. And this is what the educational system has done. And remember, she's doing this to a war veterans memorial. That's what she's doing. Think about it. This is like, I thought this was about George Floyd. What's, uh, what, what's going on here? <laughs> We're tracking the tyranny in California. Ladies and gentlemen, be aware of this. I'm letting everyone know right here. Check it out. California decriminalizes jaywalking because what? Quote, people of color are most often ticketed. <laughs> so wait a minute. By this template, the people of color are determining what is law? People of color... They're killing a lot of people, so we're going to have to legalize killing. Otherwise, all this, all this stuff about arresting these black criminals, you know, that might be racist. So let's legalize murder. <laughs> Same thing, people. <laughs> Think of the logic. Think of the darkness that we are walking through. And I'm letting, letting everyone know right now. You know what this is about? This decriminalization of jaywalking? Forget the whole thing about the race. There's nothing about race. This is all, they're playing you. The Marxists, these, remember, they want, they want you dead. The people that are, and by the way, be aware of this isn't being introduced by San Francisco Democrat Assemblyman Phil Ting. It had been, and now it's all done. It's a done deal. Gavin Newsom just signed it, AB 2147. And they're calling it the Freedom to Walk Act. <laughs> Let's get right to the point, people. This is about they are handing literally the streets to the criminals. Because now the criminals could walk in front of any car. Yo, man, you racist, what's that? <laughs> What you trying to do? Trying to run me over? Get it? They can stop any car anywhere. And again, don't mind my shenanigans. This could be anyone. This could, this could be some white guy, Mexican. It doesn't matter. The point that I'm making, these are street guys. Yo, man! And they're going to step in front of any car. If you run them over, pedestrian has the right of way. Jaywalking, what are you doing? Also, in my opinion, they are empowering the street criminals that walk around. And they are empowering the people that don't own cars, giving them power over the people that do own cars and are driving around. Get it? Then, be aware of this, <clears throat> Guardians of the Pedophiles, that there is a... Vermont girls Hollywood uh, volleyball team that is being banned from their own locker room because of a tranny. These women said, look, they didn't want this guy roaming around in their locker room. And there it is. This Randolph High School volleyball, girls volleyball team has banned from its own locker after objecting to trans student changing clothes there. And so everybody followed. One student spoke out to the local news about sharing a locker with a biological male. Be aware of this story. That this is unfolding. And all the women are booted out of the locker room so that this guy can roam around and have a good old time. Think about it. 
and they're all coming out. My mom, they're, they're sticking to their values, these women. And the girls are not allowed into the locker room, even for gym class. All because of one psychiatric patient, one tranny. Biblical times, people. Biblical times. Biblical events are taking place. All right. Let's get overseas to World War III. This is a big, big story. You guys know we've been covering it on this channel. World War III matters. All right. So we have whatever Trump is saying, we're going to put that aside. Right now, factually speaking, both Russia and the New World Order, which includes the U- uh, Biden, Ukraine, Poland, EU, and all the globalists, Hillary, Soros, all these demons. So the New World Order with the Western intelligence, it's them versus Russia. And a couple other partners Russia's been smooching with. That's what's happening. We are right now in the middle of World War III. And we covered it on this channel, all the different threats, what Zelensky is saying, what the Western intelligence is saying. We're not going to go over it again. We know that Putin has already won the war. Four regions had a referendum, and they have joined Russia. Period. So we have the Western intelligence saying, no, that's none of that is happening. And basically, they're doubling down and they blow up the right these pipelines feeding oil. Nord Stream pipelines 1 and 2. We know that the U.S. Biden is behind it. Some people say that Poland is behind it. Whatever. you want, I, It's Biden. Whoever the U.S. Biden hired, and that could be the reason why Pelosi went out there. We don't know who did it. Everybody, that's the point. Nobody wants to say. All the countries in Europe are guilty right now because they're part. They're not talking. So I want to let everyone know this is the biggest story right now. We are in, we are marching towards World War III and we have Zelensky is calling for war. They And Putin knows it, so Putin is saying, look, I've got my finger on the nuclear weapons. Let's do this. I'm going to say it again, people. This is a big, big moment. Trump cannot hide it anymore. Now we're seeing why Trump remains inside of his box. In a World War III situation, can you imagine Trump siding with another country? That would destroy his legacy. Trump has to stay in the box. The only way that he could do that, he knows what's happening. He knows what happened in Helsinki when he met with Putin. So Trump, what does he do? Trump, give us your opinion. Uh... They, this would have never happened. Trump, tell us what you think about Putin. This would have never happened. Trump, tell us what you think about the pipeline. This would have never... Trump has one answer. This would never have happened. This Trump is like a, like a wind-up toy. <laughs> Trump will not divert from that simple answer. Oh, this would have never happened. This would have never happened. This would have never happened. That's his box. Leave him alone. Anyone can logically figure out that, come on, a grown man, a president like Trump, surely he has more to say than just this should have never happened. So that's obvious to us digital soldiers that Trump is acting. I'll say it again. No normal world leader would continue saying the same thing. This would have never happened without me. This would have never happened. This would have, you, you know, at some point, yeah, this would have never happened. But because it did, let me tell you what I think about Putin. He would normally, any normal person, t- Trump, stop playing games. Tell us what you think. <laughs> Just kidding, folks. I'm only doing this so that you can understand that obviously this actor from Hollywood is continuing to regurgitate what is now a ridiculous response to World War III. Trump, we get it that it should have never happened. Give us your opinion, sir. (laughs) Trump is trolling the enemy. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, now... Think about it. Russia vetoes United Nations resolution declaring referendums on Ukrainian regions joining Russia. Illegal. Why does that not read right? Anyway. Yeah, well, they claim that the act of joining Russia itself is illegal. But again, we know that the Western intelligence controls all of the right-wing media, practically, not all of it. But, um, We've already gone through this. 
just be aware of this back and forth so you can see the intensity that Russia has vetoed, like the headline says, this resolution that would have condemned its referendum in four Ukrainian regions as illegal, declared them invalid. So that didn't work out, but be aware that they are planning, be aware that um, the BRICS nations are with Russia, and we have this historic vote going on in Brazil today, right? Where maybe, you know, is anybody... We'll see what's happening with that, maybe tomorrow. But um, be aware of this right here. U.S. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield, be aware, said before the vote that in the event of a Russia veto, which is what happened, Biden and the U.S., the New World Order, in other words, and Albania, who sponsored the resolution, will take it to the 193-member General Assembly, where there are no vetoes. So they're not done with this, is what I'm showing you. And show that the world is still on the side of sovereignty and protecting territorial integrity. Which is the reason why the purpose of the United Nations. So this will escalate, and then when that happens, Russia is going to stick it to the United Nations. So be aware. And what the United Nations should be doing is investigating who blew up the Nord Stream pipelines. Because that's the real war crimes. That no one is... This is a 9-11 situation, people. Once you understand the 9-11 template, you're going to get all the other templates. This is a war of information. And like we played on Friday, Putin comes out, says basically the U.S. is Satan. We agree. But Putin knows, most likely, that Trump is coming back. So... Is this the scare that is necessary? We shall find out. Then we have this. Russia cuts off gas to Italy just days after new Prime Minister Georgia Maloney announces her support for Ukraine. Be aware of this. This is more of a temporary situation. On Wednesday, in one of her her first announcements since winning her election, Georgia Maloney pledged her full support for the New World Order. Kiev, after receiving congratulations from Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. Be aware of this. This is, be aware of this 100% when we're talking World War III. All right? See what you think of that and see what you think of this that, look who is saying this. Ex-CIA Director David Petraeus, right? Says Ukraine war looks, quote, very dire for Putin. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, right. Says the same Western intelligence that kept telling us, remember that one, people? From like three months ago, that Putin was dying of cancer. (laughs) What happened to that one? Same thing, people. This guy's coming out. The situation looks very dire for Russian President Vladimir Putin, who is ramping up the war with a so-called partial military mobilization. So they're talking big. They're poking the bear. They want World War III, just like Tucker Carlson said in that video we played last week. So what will stop World War III is the question for tonight. The World War III that Trump is all but predicting, Trump is the conductor saying, we're about to go into World War III. I'm volunteering to intervene. Think about the big picture, what we've been saying. So, what's going to happen? Because right now, both sides are marching in one direction. There is no solution. Listen to what Zelensky's saying, people. There is no solution. We are headed towards World War III. Everyone needs to understand what's being said. So we have to wonder what's going to happen. What can stop this? Let's see if we can figure this out. Listen in, people. This is an interesting video. To that question, let's ask Colonel Doug McGregor, a retired U.S. Army colonel, and he joins us now. Colonel, great to see you this evening. Just a whirlwind, whiplash of news today when it comes to Russia and Ukraine. What should we make of it? Well, not uh, quite what uh, Senator Graham had to say, or for that matter, uh, President Biden. The destruction of the pipeline was clearly not executed by Russia. No one believes that. 
In fact, the German population is being polled and overwhelmingly uh, is opposed to the notion of any war with Russia and dismisses out of hand the notion that the Russians are responsible for the pipeline. I think three things are, are what we're dealing with right now. First of all, Putin has decided that no one in Washington will negotiate with him, and he knows that Washington is ultimately in control. And so he's decided that in response, he's got to escalate the military operation. People aren't aware of it in the West, but the Russian forces in Ukraine have always been outnumbered from the day they entered Ukraine. That's going to change rather dramatically. And I suspect the bombers that she referred to, who carry both conventional or nuclear weapons, will have conventional arms. And those bombers are probably going to be used in the escalation that we're about to witness in Ukraine. And I think he's going to settle this dispute in Ukraine on terms that uh, are acceptable to Russia that we may not like. But other than Poland, no one in NATO is interested in going to war with Russia. If we persist on this line, we will see NATO dis dissolve and fragment. Because they will assume you're saying they will not follow Poland's lead, not stand together. I assume that's what you're saying, Colonel? Of course, absolutely. No one wants to go to war with Russia other than the Poles and a few people in Washington, D.C., well, that Boom, right there. So let me get this straight. Nobody wants to go to war except the Biden regime. All those demons in the Western intelligence, all these David Petraeus and Brennans and all these CIA guys that are controlling the intelligence and Poland, who very likely they were the ones, U.S. Poland, don't look any further, people. They blew up this pipeline. And Poland did it. It was with Biden's permission. And Trump is making a big deal, and Putin is sounding big. Is this, remember people, that Trump met with NATO many times, something big is happening is what I'm saying. And whatever it is, I think this was discussed many years ago. This is what projecting into the future. This is what the big picture is all about. This is what the chess game moves and kind of moves. This is what the art of war is about. About looking glass? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just throwing this out. This retired army colonel sounds pretty sure of what he's saying. So think about it. What is really happening behind the scenes? And um, to add to all of that, look at this. Nord Stream, whodunit, CIA fingers the Ukrainians. Yeah, right. Keyword CIA. So that tells me that Ukrainians did not do it. I don't think Zelensky did this. No way. Zelensky's a puppet. He's in the middle of all this. So you need to see, people. That tells me the CIA has a compelling reason to point away from the real target of who did it. Nine, think 9-11. Think 9-11 templates. Common sense. Just putting that out there for your consideration... It is obviously a very, very big, big topic. See what you think. All right, folks. To round out tonight, we have a, a series of interesting stories. We all know the second half of this program is much more interesting than the first. Although, well, yeah, we're a little more than halfway, right? <laughs> Take a look. We have this. NSA staffer busted after handing over top secret information to undercover FBI agents. Let this sink in, people, because um, this is a reminder that there are a lot of good guys in this organization right here. And this sounds to me like a white hat operation. Be aware of this. FBI agents have made an arrest in a key espionage case that would 
have had major national security implications for the United States. And this also sounds like continuation of governments. In other words, where we allow only so much destruction, only so much. And uh, this was like, uh, let's grab this guy. And be aware, NSA, Stafford, this, whoever, Jaret, Sebastian, Dump, Colorado Springs, Colorado, made his first federal court appearance on charges. He attempted to sell government secrets to an undercover FBI agent believed to be a foreign operative. Just think, this sounds like the opposite of the other FBI, the one that's raiding Trump. Dalk is facing espionage-related charges for allegedly plotting to transmit national defense information to a Russian agent. This sounds like a Snowden situation. Just be aware of this. Look it up, people. And don't forget, Snowden's out there right now. Hey, we're not going to get into Snowden again. But um, be aware of this, ladies and gentlemen. This you is know, a big, big the- deal. This is a very big... Pay very close attention to what Cash Patel is saying. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a big, big deal. You know, conclude on the whistleblower stuff, but we'll stay on it. And um, I think it's going to be, you know, just an explosive topic. I don't think you've seen any real damaging information yet. And that's scary, right? Because to me, this is very damaging. But when you put it in perspective, you're going to see so much worse information. One of the other whistleblowers that came forward was on Dan Dan Bongino's show is that he literally said, wait till you see the acts of sexual complicity that the seventh floor at the FBI was engaging during this entire time. And I was the guy that exposed, you know, the Lisa Page, Peter Schrock thing, because I know how that organization at that level with the political operatives work. So there's a lot more coming. What did I just hear? So Cash Patel is letting us know that there's a lot of whistleblowers that are crawling everywhere. I mean, I need to hear this again. What? And he's acting like they're holding back on critical information, almost as if they're holding back deliberately for a special time. Conclude on the whistleblower. Listen, again, listen in. Look at his body language. Look what he's saying about this sexual activity going on in the seventh floor of the FBI building. Again, people, absorb this. This is big stuff, but... We'll stay on it, and um, I think it's going to be, you know, just an explosive topic. I don't think you've seen any real damaging information yet. And that's scary, right? Because to me, this is very damaging. But when you put it in perspective, you're going to see so much worse information. One of the other whistleblowers that came forward was on Dan Dan Bongino's show is that he literally said, wait till you see the acts of sexual complicity that the seventh floor at the FBI was engaging during this entire time. And I was the guy that exposed, you know, the Lisa Page, Peter Schrock thing, because I know how that organization at that level with the political operatives work. So there's a lot more coming. (laughs) There's a lot more coming. I'll take it. I get it. That fits into the worldview and what we've been saying on this channel for six plus years, way before Trump. But that, that fits into what, that's one of the reasons that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. So we know that a lot is coming and whistleblowers are roaming everywhere while this cat and mouse World War III scenario is taking place in Ukraine, Russia. And Trump is running around, lapping it off, having a good old time in his rallies, which we're going to see that. So, And now we have FBI conducting patriot operations, trapping and catching an NSA staffer spreading and trying to sell secrets to Russia. So, and then we have this. Judge, a federal judge upholding election integrity in Georgia. Initiates initiatives including voter ID and and more, right? And Stacey Abrams is upset. Also, an Involving citizenship, checking for citizenship. 
and voter ID and all this stuff. Boom. That pretty much guarantees, well, we'll see. GOP sweep in Georgia. Big, big decision. Look at the timing, as I'm always saying. And moving closer to talk about the Trump rally. We, I love what the Christina Caramo, who's running for Secretary of State, right there, MAGA movement, what will unite Americans across all different demographics? I love her message. She's saying what I'm saying. And that this MAGA movement is a Democrat movement. It's, a, it's an independent, it's an everybody movement. It's the Democrats that want you to believe that the mega movement is only this tiny movement that's shriveling. Hey, where's Joe Scarborough today? Joe, where are you at? Think about it. I agree with Karamo. Mega movement is everybody's movement. I want to welcome all the Democrats that are watching tonight. How are you guys doing? It's a common sense movement. So, Trump, are we ready for some highlights from Trump? What did Trump, Trump, or let me make this clear now. Trump pushed the envelope yesterday. Trump sounded more intense. Trump is talking like something, I mean, something big is about to happen. Trump sounds this way. And listen in. This is one of the things that he said. I'll let you listen to it for yourself. Being compared to that by many, many people because of what's happening with the criminal justice system. I think it's the criminal injustice system. If the communists win, and now we're talking communists, we don't say socialist anymore because we've already skipped over socialist. But I'm afraid we have never had. Right there, people. He calls them what they are, the communists. And I don't believe, I don't believe we'll ever have a fair election again. I don't believe it. A lot of people are wondering about this statement. I don't believe we will ever have a fair election again. Again, listen in. Because we've already skipped over socialists. But I'm afraid we have never had, and I don't believe, I don't believe we'll ever have a fair election again. I don't believe it. Just I agree with Trump. Let me get my two cents. I think that Trump meant that in terms of, in other words, Trump is saying we don't have a country anymore. Now, there could be other interpretations. We don't know what he was thinking. We don't know if it's Trump telling us it had to be this way. Get ready. It could be. But I think he just meant it as far as if the way things are right now, we will never have another fair election again. It's over. Like, in other words, America is done. That the only thing that's left is the new America. Days ago, the FBI sent dozens and dozens of agents. Okay, we know the rest. I want to show you some other highlights, but I wanted you guys to hear that part of it. Why did Trump say that? I'm not sure. To get everybody. Let's um listen to some other another segment from last night. To get everybody, let's do, and they're the ones that should be investigated because they're the crooked people. Every freedom-loving American needs to understand the time to stand up to this growing tyranny is right now. You don't have time to waste if you don't want to live under the boot of cruel and vindictive left-wing tyrants then you need to stand with the mega, make America great again movement. There it is, people. And we- there it is. Trump laying out this strange timeline where there's no tomorrow. That goes back to the other comment. The only reason he would say that there will never be a, a fair election is that he's erasing this perception that there's a tomorrow. Put another way, Trump is closing the door. 
Trump is calling for, he's basically saying World War III is coming. There will never be another fair election. The time to stand up is now. He is sounding like a general in a war where the, we have to fight right now. This is it. And if you knew that the most important day in the history of this country is coming up in five weeks, that's what you would be saying. That would explain why no one is backing down in the war between the New World Order and Russia. Nobody's backing down anywhere. Trump, I don't want to make the wrong example. I don't want anyone, some people misunderstand me. I'm figuratively speaking, Trump is sounding suicidal, in other words. Like he's saying, look, that's it, this country's over it. When you're sounding the way Trump is sounding, that's not when you're going to allow another steal. Or if you do, it's going to be because something big is going to happen after the steal. Like, in other words, whatever is going to happen to America is happening now, in other words. That's basically Trump's message. Whatever the future of this country is, it's now. Whatever that thing is. And, um, I caught this. I was digging through a bunch of different websites. I caught this segment. And I'm sure I watched it live, but I didn't catch it. I posted this on, well, I posted the idea on True Social. Again, halfway through the rally, the rally goes from being an America First rally, where he's there to promote these other candidates. Halfway through, Trump turns it into a Trump rally. I asked you guys to look for this before, a month ago, two months ago. I'll say it again. The first half of the rally is America first, yeah, Trump. But then at some point in the middle of the rally, Trump said, wow, it's good to be at a Trump rally. And then yesterday in particular, listen very carefully to what Trump does somewhere in the middle of the rally. Listen to what he is saying. To see... Bush had a warehouse. Bush Sr. had a warehouse. Crooked Hillary Clinton deleted 33,000 emails, many of which were classified. Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton lost a lot of stuff. Obama, didn't they say 33 million pages of stuff? God, where is it? What happened? And yet, with all of the persecution and prosecution that we've gone through, we, I say we, all of us together, we are- All right, there it is. I'll, I'm going to play this again. Notice he says we. By saying we, he's obscuring what he's about to say. Again, listen in. We, we, who? What do you mean we? Listen to the we and look how he's going to talk about his specific campaign. Again. ...that we've gone through. We, I say we, all of us together. We are leading everyone in the polls by a lot. More than ever before. All right, so you're leading in the polls, but who's leading in the polls? MAGA? Listen in. It's pretty amazing. You know, you see all this stuff, and it's all fake stuff. They're fake people. But you see all of this stuff happening, and I say to a lot of different people that work for us, we have great people. I say, uh, do you think that affects us in the polls? Yes, sir. I think you've got up 10 points. We have, we've got... See, I think you have gone up 10 points. So he's talking about him. He's not talking about MAGA. Keep listening. ...up a lot. But we're leading against all Republicans by more than 50 points, every one of them. You know, you hear... (laughs) There it is. We are leading against all Republicans. We, who's we? Trump. Again, people, I'll play it. Go back a couple seconds so you can capture it all without me disrupting. Leading against all Republicans by more than 50 points, every one of them. You know, you hear about different Republicans. And we're beating Biden by five points or more. 
And we're beating Kamala Harris, the North Korea sympathizer. <laughs> right there, people. So we are beating Biden. Huh? Oh, you mean you? Because that's a Trump rally. That's his presidential rally, people. I'm just, I got excited when I figured it out. Anyway. Anyway, But I had been saying this for for weeks now. But again, think about what he just said. First, he disguises it by saying we. How can we be beating Biden? When you are the only, you, Mr. Trump, you are the only one running against Biden. We are not running against Biden. But it's also his way of saying, look, I'm a billionaire. I didn't have to do this. I'm doing this for you. That's probably the better part. Thank you, President Trump. Remember, he didn't have to do this. All of that is for your consideration. And before we wrap tonight, I like this one because I'm a big fan of this person. First of all, look at the scenario. This is a very brilliant mind. Trump knows how brilliant she is. And this is one of Trump's, like, top soldiers, at least during the first four years. Because she's brilliant. She's a strategist. And I think that interesting that she comes over to have a chat with Catherine Herridge. So this got my attention. So let us see what Kelly and Conway is saying. Has the Mar-a-Lago search changed former President Trump's thinking about getting into the race? It's changed the level of support that he has seen from people who may have been sitting on the fence or reluctant about another Trump run. They are really circling around him. Do you expect the former president to officially get into the race before Thanksgiving? Well, he would like to, and he's as active as anybody in these midterm elections. That's important to the calculus also, Catherine, because Mm -hmm. we have the most ironic, if not unprecedented, a situation right now. We have a president, a current president, mm-hmm. whose party doesn't really want him to campaign with them, Joe Biden. But the time, but the timing. The timing. You said I think before the end of this year. Before Definitely. the end of and this year. And this is a man who wanted to announce in July or September, or, you know, thought about it, not wanted to, thought about it, because he feels white knuckled and frustrated mm-hmm. and sad about what's co- what's happened to this country. Has the Mar-a-Lago search changed former President Trump's thinking about getting into the race? It's changed the level of support that he has seen from people who may have been sitting on the fence or reluctant about another Trump run. They are really circling around him. Do you expect the former president to officially get into the race before Thanksgiving? Well, he would like to, and he's as active as anybody in. You decide. Why are they rolling her out now? I think it's strange timing. Why would anyone care what she thinks? I think this is, and the fact that she's going to Catherine Herridge with these, tell us this. I think it's, I think that's staged, in my opinion. You decide. We'll leave it there for tonight. On this Sunday night, think about all this. Come on over to the member site, ladies and gentlemen, where there's a new upload exploring details of a disinformation operation. We'll keep going with this series this week. And um, be aware of other videos that are on the member channel. Be aware. Come on over and join me on Truth Social, ladies and gentlemen. And um, check out the support page. And consider all the different ways you can support this platform. Right? And... um, Get the word out about this channel. Give this video a thumbs up. And um, share this information with everyone that you know. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I will be back tomorrow at 9.30 Eastern. Come on. Love you. See